Games Inc. It's a video game design podcast for Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Nick Robinson. I don't know if you're following the news right now, but as soon as we s- sat down in the studio to record this podcast together, yeah, um, big story just broke, and it is that there is a giant blob of foam that is uh, started somewhere in some some industrial building in Santa Clara, California. Mm-hmm. Which oh, let's get this out of the way. How fucking close to that is your is is that to your home? Santa Clara is about a couple. It's a couple hours okay. away in some direction. Originating from this industrial Santa Clara building is a blob of foam, and it is expanding rapidly. Is this real? And this is real. And is this some co- for real like Akira shit happening? This is some for real Akira shit, and it is consuming the left coast. <laughs> and so I just want to make sure that, A, you're safe and okay. ready to move if you need to, mm-hmm. but B, how quickly can I get to Santa Clara and get absorbed by my new foam master. And I, how quickly can I get there and sort of get swallowed up by the blob? Because well, and if become you... and become and become the blob and mm-hmm. be home and be one with the blob. I feel like the earlier you get into that big big the blob, you you kind of get first dibs as an early adopter. I think you probably have a high rank. In the new, the sort of the the new blob. Yeah, I want to get the early, like the good Kickstarter rewards for yeah. be- being um, eaten by the blob and being the blob. Because if you, I just think if you get in that blob now, you are probably one of the first hundred people through the door. You've got one percent of that blob's mind share, mm. uh, so you're going to be very powerful once it consumes the rest of the planet. You I know just what I'm had the thought though that I ate some Shame Panda Express for lunch. Uh huh. And now I feel like death, and I th- I had the thought of like I don't want to get on a plane right now. So that's where I'm at, sort of emotionally. Like if you're wondering like what my totally sort of anxiety, what my self like um, help, what my like self care level is at. It is at I am too ill from the bad Panda Express I ate for lunch out of shame. That you ate to on go, purpose, too, to that go you chose. Fly, that I chose to eat out you of shame, to it. fly to Santa Clara to be devoured by a, flo- a flown blob. Okay. If it's flown, that might be fun, because then they could mold it into different shapes. <laughs> I actually think that would be more lethal, though. Because you, you get a little foam in your mouth, you just spit that right out. It's like a rave, a foam party. But if you get flown in you... Those beads are going to jank up your lungs in a way that I don't think you'll recover from. I don't think I'll love that, no. Um, um, I'm flying, I'm flying down also, to, to L.A. Uh, later today, so I can oh, just kind of – I can peek out the window. Check out this scene, and let me – because if people are out there, and they're getting consumed by the blob, and they're like, <laughs> I want to like maybe – I'll, maybe I'll tough it out. I just, you know, I'll take a Pepto, and I'll, mm. get, I'll take a Pepsid AC. I've been and there – once i've been to santa clara once and it's because that's where california extreme is which is like the big arcade and pinball machine convention i went there five years ago i think and it's just it i don't i just can't imagine a worse place to get foamed up than that yeah all these these old-timey big old game boys full of ball pinballs and different bumpers it's delicate machinery i think so yeah i brought this up one because I would love to be consumed, but but two, it also seems like a cool game. Saint game manifest, yeah. Like you are a sentient blob of foam 
There's like cops surrounding the blob of foam right now. I'm watching a <laughs> really? live stream. Yeah, I'm watching a live <laughs> what stream the at fuck this are you news station. What you're are you gonna, gonna shoot it? Do? You're gonna arrest the foam? Shoot and kill the foam. Put handcuffs on it. Dick. Oppress, oppress the blob. You can't. It's the fucking blob. You either join it or you get out of the fucking way. Yeah, that, those are your two options. You can't pepper spray the blob. You can't I'll, solve all your I'll problems that way. I'll stop the blob, Hero Cop said, before joining the blob, of course. Inevitably. Before be, inevitably being consumed by that blob. You can't just fight the blob. You can't kill the blob. No. There's, I don't think any, there is no type of bullet, unless the bullets have like, maybe if you, if you wipe your, the bridge of your nose and then put it on your handcuffs and then throw that in the blob. That might work. That could, you could kind of a beer foam situation. You can maybe cut down on it. Nick, how did video game do? Oh, the one from last time? Uh Uh-huh. Big, big time. What was it? It was, um, it was Death Stranding Ground Zeroes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the news lately, but I, I think we have successfully kneecapped Facebook.com. They're not doing so good. Yeah, they're really not doing too hot right now, are they? No. And you know what? Uh, a, a lot of people sent me links to this. Twitter, like, just, like, decided to fucking get out of bed and do anything. <laughs> right. Uh, they, like, announced that they're, like, going to do stuff to, like, shut down abusive, like, alt-right accounts. And it's, a lot of people were like, hey... You just, they linked that that video of that bit we did where I yelled at Jack Dorsey for like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, somebody animated that very nicely. Let's hop into the podcast sure. and start getting buck wild on it. All right, no problem. Uh what do you want to what do you want to go with first? Um should we just do the top submission this week cuz it's so goddamn good? I, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you ever want to submit ideas for Cool Games Inc, go to reddit.com/r/coolgamesinc. There'll be a thread pinned at the top where you can submit them. This one comes in from Dordreff, and uh, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it for three days. And it's a game where you play as the middle picture from an Animorphs book cover. Right. So in an Animorphs book cover, what we're looking at here is there's a there's a 12-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And then that's one. And then we'll say five. I think that it comes in fives. Yes. Number five is an iguana. Number or- two. Number two is like... A 12-year-old boy, but he's kind of hunched over, isn't he? And number four is like, that's mostly an iguana. Mm-hmm. It's kind of N- this beautiful sliding scale, this Venn diagram. Yes. From yes. The, the, the line between human and animal. And it's N- there are over 50 volumes of K.A. Applegate's Animorphs series, and none of yes. them aren't gross. They all make you feel bad when you look at that, that middle one. That cover is rough, especially the ones where it's like, is it alien? Oh, an andalite? You're talking about an andalite, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and these, there's nothing and delightful about them. They're weird looking, and I hate watching kids turn into they them. They love Cinnabons, though. I'm they looking do. at, I'm just, it's just a Google image search for Animorphs. I really recommend it if you're listening to this, because it adds a real, just so you know the degree of what we're talking about here. It's so, it's every single middle one is, a, I wouldn't want to be any of these. There's none of the, there's no right answer here. They all are upsetting. This tiger lady. I'm getting goosebumps because this boy, this no, 90s I mean, boy with his long sweater tucked into his big, bright blue jeans is halfway between being a cobra and being the boy he's supposed to be. And it is making me... Why, this spider one is very bad. The boy's crouched down so that he yeah, can Yeah, it's not good. I'm looking at one of a boy who turns... He's wearing a beautiful green shirt, but he turns into a tiger. And that yeah. little picture kind of looks like he's got um, uh, cute face paint on, but his body and bones and muscles are also face painted. Right. He's developed a gut that and also his shirt has turned into skin do you see that like it's yeah he's his tail <laughs> his tail isn't very good uh look at that uh look at that starfish girl too look at her 
Uh, yeah, the starfish girl is pretty upsetting. I'm looking at a squid girl now, and luckily they do sort of blur out some of the more troubling parts of Oh, boy into horses just... Wow. You know that joke where it's like, why the long face? <laughs> I've heard that joke, yeah. Starfish this- girl, Nick. <laughs> Starfish, starfish girl, I can't because the starfish is all pointy and stuff, and so their solution for that is just like take the top of head and pull up, but they, don't adjust the rest of they head. Use the blur. Yeah, I actually think in her case, interesting number four. Number, number four, four is the worst one because she's just barely starfish. So really, basically, what's happening is her skin has developed kind of a scale based uh, panache to it, and her head is shaped like a Steven Universe character, and I can't look at her anymore. Yeah, so, okay, so this is, a, first of all, an Animorphs video game would be extremely good. I mean, I played every Animorphs video game, so ask me anything about any of them. There was the Game Boy Color one that was just like a shitty fake Pokemon. There was a PC one that I Whoa, got what? at the Scholastic Whoa, Bulk Stop, Fair. Stop, what? There's a, there's a GBA Animorph game that exists that is like kind of a Pokemon clone. GBA, or, no, it's Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color, Game Boy Color, sorry. Um, yeah, it's not, it, I, it wasn't great. Not the best, most sterling pixel art ever, uh, the, the one that I got way more obsessed with was, was the one I got at the school book fair, uh, which also fucking completely sucked, but it had technically <laughs> 3D graphics. I want to, man, now I want to look at this Game Boy Color one. I just looked it up. You can speed run it in 37 minutes. Um, I, I mean, we've got about 37 minutes left in this episode. <laughs> yeah, we could just like do a play-by-play talk. I would actually, Nick, I've rec- I told you before we started, I've recorded, I think, like nine podcasts this week. I would love nothing better t- than to... Um, stop saying funny things and just give a play-by-play of an Animorph speedrun that we found on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, just watch it together. Sort of a soothing alternate episode. Let me hit you with, let me hit you with this. What you got? Because I've been playing a lot of Dishonored 2. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's good. I I like it fine. Um, I think it would be much improved, though, if instead of, like, a billion different ways to, like, cut people's fucking legs, arms, heads, and torsos off, mm-hmm. um, what if you, it, like, could transform into different things right like in dishonored you could uh you could transform into well you could inhabit a rat and use that to crawl or or emily can transform to a little shadow and crawl through little crawl spaces yeah um so i like this idea of like being able to tackle different situations but you can only do it by transforming into different animals so you could turn into a crow fly up high but i mean of course you have to get the crow power you're talking about Um, a licensed animorph game built on the dishonored engine yeah i think arcane could i think arcane could make it that would be really nice uh, I but I, again good. we're not we we're not totally accommodating the very specific restriction yes and i'm I can... sorry you're right you could never transform all the way good so no. like you couldn't you could like i was thinking like a good thing would be you transform into a dog and then you can go fucking anywhere because people see a dog and they're like crazy awesome yeah only it wouldn't be a dog would it no it would be it a would boy be a boy it would be a. Let me see if there's if there oh, is one animorphs of a dog. dog. I mean, yeah. this is interesting because we're describing a. Previously, there is absolutely a dog one. There's many dog ones, this and, and boy, it doesn't like it doesn't disappoint. This middle boy, like he's got a cute brown button nose. His ears are pretty much human ears, and he has pretty much human hair. I, and it, like his jacket yeah. is trans. Does the jacket become dog? Like how does that work? Please, please look at the the. Uh, Animorphs number 35, the proposal where that boy turns into a poodle. Oh, he turns into a cute poodle. Because so this is. Look at evolution number two there. He's got. He has grown a small blue bow behind his awful ear. His yeah. shitty arms crumpled up in his mutant sweatshirt. His pants are gone by his stage pants are just three. Gone, yeah. Oh. Um, so, like, you couldn't really stealth it like that. 
any anything you saw, anything you saw while anamorphed, kind of in this game, it would just be like, "What is up with that bird?" I I think that rules because it it actually balances itself. Because in exchange for having these animal powers, you become actually much less stealthy. You're much easier to spot because you're just a you're just a fucking monster. Sorry, I'm reading the 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 this episode the proposal this volume marco's dad is getting remarried to marco's math teacher nora robinette marco's upset because she is his math teacher that's the summary for the one where he turns into a poodle i don't know how turning into a poodle fixes that yeah uh there's there's a book called uh animorphs the diversion mm. and on this cover there's a ghostly boy and he's just in the background but he's not an active transformant um instead it goes <laughs> from big eagle to dog <laughs> Well, okay, I actually can. I think I can totally explain what's going on in this image. Although it does look, I mean, I can't explain the part where it's a dog with two tiny wings. Evolution number four there is a fucking monstrosity. Like, it's a dog with beautiful bird wings. You mean? But they're why small. It, yeah, they're small. Why did? Why is there a, a bird transforming to a dog? Well, obviously, Griffin, it's because Tobias didn't I know, obey the you don't have rule to, of yes. animorphs, and he got turned into a um, bird, and he didn't change back, and he stuck as a bird, but then later in the series, he gets the ability to turn into other animals. But well, it, the cost is too high. It's they a should high, high that. cost. This would be a good fucking game. It would be How a How about game. another one, though? Uh, I have a suggestion here, uh, and again, if you want to drop them in that Reddit, that is, like, the best place to do it. Um, I mean, we could do... So, I have a modifier here that I think is fun, and it's sent in by all idangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 1294, who says, This week's Dank Nug stipulation, add and knuckles to every suggestion. I, I also grabbed this one. Okay, so let's just I'll, let's just keep that in mind and we'll move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like um, this one from Itsami Amario. Oh. Oh, it's probably, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll try. I'll take another run at it. All right, three, it's, two. It, two, one. Itsami Amario. Oh, Oh, it's Amy Mario. It's a me. It's Amy Mario who says chess three and knuckles. I like that because it fits and the knuckles. naming convention of Sonic three and knuckles. We've got chess three and sure. knuckles. Um, so I don't know if we're I don't know if this suggestion is built on the back of chess two, which is a real game that is on Steam. Right. I think it has um, to be. And no, it is. It is. It's like chess, but you. I'm there's saying like different gameplay modes. They must have. They. They. There's no reason they would have said three unless they knew that two existed. But I think we're not. I mean, this could be a Far Cry three or even a Mafia three situation where we can throw out the playbook and just we can throw just it all out. Or the, it mm. can be an Uncharted three situation where we keep the playbook and we just do the playbook again. <laughs> we just do that same doggone playbook. All right. In this one, the knights can move. Two spaces forward and one space to the yeah. That's how it's, that's how it's been. What if it's a Halo Five situation where it's kind of a back to basics vibe, where we're like, we've oh, really looked shit. at it. We decided we want an even playing field and we want it to be just like the classic chess you remember. And so mm-hmm. it's basically just fucking chess, but with booster packs of skins. What if and knuckles it, and knuckles? So okay, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. I think chess three and knuckles. It's, it's, it feels good to say it. It's um, phonetically very pleasant. Phonetically, yeah. it feels good to say it. It would feel great to buy it. <laughs> it would be like you have, you what, your nine pawns. I don't know how many pieces there are. I think nine pawns, maybe. Maybe eight, maybe ten. Eight. Eight is right. Eight pawns, and you got your two rooks, and your two bishops, and your two knights, and your king, and your queen, and a floating knuckles. 
Oh, interesting. So it's kind of like a 3D, ch- almost like a Star, like in Star Wars, they play that fucked up chess. Yes, yes. So you have all those pieces, and I guess we're going back to basics for chess three, baby. And so all those pieces are going to be right where you want them to be. None of this really bad chess stuff. Although, God, I love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just some vanilla chess. Except this one does have knuckles in it, uh, and he is a he's a playable character. By which I mean, you aren't like knuckles sitting at the table moving the pieces around knuckles himself as a piece what would knuckles do in the fiction of chess wwkd um i I, you mean like mechanically speaking yes like i feel like i mean knuckles is characterized obviously by his ability to glide and then to kind of flop his belly on the ground when he lands he okay. Does, he does not chuckle. He punches very much. He punches a lot, and he likes to dig things up from the ground. He digging is the digging's important. So, what if in every game of chess there were chaos emeralds? Great. Hidden on how many? There's eight chaos or seven chaos emeralds. There's seven, unless you chaos. count like that big one in the sort of hidden I hidden don't zone. I will I don't count that one. Okay. I think I and when they added that like what were they doing with that one? Well, that level was never I mean it was unfinished, right? So it wasn't supposed to I think it was not canonical. Um It's like that's the prize of the game. It can't it can't be like there's a big flagpole in the Mario level. There's there's only there can't be a big princess peach you have to rescue. Well, there's, I mean maybe that we write that down and we talk about that later in the episode. We'll talk about that much much later in the episode. I, but the knuckles piece is very strong. I, this digging thing around, is, it seems yeah. so good because an eight by eight grid is plenty of places to hide seven it's, chaos emeralds. There's have, like there's about eighty potential hiding. Places I love this. In there. So let's make him very nimble, very powerful, but like. It's it's almost you know what it is it's like you know how many contemporary board games have alternate win conditions like you either okay. kill everyone else or you get seven victory points or whatever getting all of the chaos emeralds is an alternate victory it's condition an, in an chess alternate three victory a diplomatic victory okay yes. let me just this is good chess three and knuckles set that aside chess heroes mm-hmm. now this board not eight by eight it's eight by sixty. Sonic is a piece. He can get across the board very quickly. Tails can fly. Knuckles can dig. Big the Cat is there, too, doing whatever he's good at. Mm-hmm. Now, Amy's there. She's got the hammer. She's got the hammer. Smash eight. She can smash a three-by-three three grid, kind of an area of effect attack right in front of her. Mm-hmm. You know who else is there? Rouge the Bat. Mm-hmm. Cream. The Bunny. Uh, now, do we have Snively there? Snively's there. The fucking alligator's there. The fucking metal one is there. Dr. Robotnik is there. Water his, well, monster from Dr. Sonic Dr. Robotnik Adventure. is there, but it's important to note that also Snively is there, and you can select Snively, and Snively is playable for the first time. Two decades. We haven't seen Snively since the Archie comics, but he's back. It's time to Snively's return. It's called Chess 3 colon Snively's return. And yes. We're relaunching the Snively brand. So, and these pieces move... In fun new ways, Sonic can move a hundred spaces. Right, fast as when you, fuck. You said eight by eighty. Are you that lengthwise or? Yes, it's a long ass board. You okay. got to play this shit on a big old dining room table. I love it. And this is a physical board game too, right? It's chess, duh. It's not. Well, chess two was digital though, Dick. <laughs> well, it doesn't. No, I want to feel it. I want to feel knuckles. All right, you want to roll knuckles feel, over in your hand. I want to feel cream. I want to hold cream in my hand and feel the heft of cream. Mm-hmm. 
I want to take the cream piece and I want to take the big piece and I want to p- push them together. See, well, uh, maybe we have a sort of a Skylander supercharged situation where that does something. <laughs> yeah, it does something. This is the yeah, top. Gets, you know, yeah, one might one might say it gets me supercharged. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea though of a sort it's of my portal of power glow. Stop that! Uh, imagine though a piece, if you will, cream. that bottom bottom half of big the cat, top half cream, or vice versa, and some of the opportunities that opens up. No two games are ever the same. Yeah, man. And what? If, and also, what if uh, we make it so you can pick any team you want, but you do have to play with Snively? Mm. Snively Robotnik. Robotnik. You're gonna have to tell me what Snively is well, now. Snively. Got, thank. Were you waiting this whole time for me to uh, ask for clarification? Because I think you might be one of six people on Earth that like harbors Listen this dark to me. secret. The Snively fandom is. <laughs> lively and snively and we're every day we're looking in that tumblr tag for snively looking at different pictures of our favorite green shirted henchman snively he oh i hate this if you want he looks good he looks good uh he's got kind of a rugrats hair vibe and here's a picture of him hanging out with a very very sexy version of sally acorn but looking very scared Wow, you don't have to send me the link to that one because I already found it. Yeah, it's kind of near the top of the results, which should tell you everything you need to know about Snively fans. Uh, that wow, that Sally Acorn is so pregnant. Um, Snively is Snively is kind of. Is a, there a computer generate a pregnant Snively? Let me just type in Snively <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, okay, you, we have. I'm done. 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 Did you find a pregnant Snively? I found Snively gripping the pregnant belly of Claire the cat. I don't know who that is. That That's sounds like an probably an o- probably an OC. Okay, um, so moving away from moving away from that everything uh, that this podcast stands for. Let me tell you one that I've got saved here. <laughs> Lawful Swampy, and we might have to tap because Griffin, you play JRPGs. I don't, so I'm going to need your help here. Uh, but Lawful Swampy says the world ends with Gru. Gru, like, of course, being the protagonist of Despicable Me, the franchise that introduced us to oh, Minions. Oh, I see, I see. I thought it was the um, Zork thing. Uh, I've not seen Despicable Me, unfortunately. Have you not played The World Ends With You? No. Nicholas! Come on. Get that shit. Dude, no, it's every on time, iPad. I know. Every time I almost play it, though, people are like, don't play that, that iPhone version. Go get a DS cartridge. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that, so I'm just going to never play it. I mean, you should get the DS cartridge. It is better. But the iPad version isn't bad either. It's good. And it's a good fucking game, man. And you would love it. That yeah. game that game rules school. Yes. That's your that's a homework assignment. Um, so this is just Gru, though. And he's, like, kicking it in, like, uh, Harajuku, like, buying up the freshest fashions, the I mean, freshest that's... teen fashions to get, like, telekinetic abilities. Gru is a, already a, a pretty fashionable dude, so I think that actually makes sense. He is a villain, so the telekinesis would come in handy. He, uh, I, if I remember right from I, Despicable Me, is the only movie I've ever walked out of. But if I remember right, oh uh, really? Yeah, I was you just a, sent me a fucking picture of Gru. Like I don't know who the fuck we're talking about. You were you hesitated when I we. Anyways, Gru isn't it like a? It's the guy from the Office doing like a Russian guy voice. Isn't that Steve the bit? Corral? Yes. Yeah. I don't want to think about Gru anymore. Maybe I. Uh, Okay. Um, speaking of, here, I got a JRPG one. Okay. Let's stay on this. It's from uh, Spliff Honk, who says, mm-hmm. Persona, but takes place in a retirement home. 
Uh, and a really, really fucking killer uh, uh, response to this was submitted by Poppy Don't Preach, who said, uh, in quotes, Damn, her arcana is death too? Uh, which, if you've played a Persona game, death is one of the arcana of like right. type categories of people that you befriend, and it's like... Everyone's arcana would be death in the retirement just, home is the yeah, implication, Yeah, and right? four, it was like an old, old woman uh, whose husband had just recently passed from being too old. Um, I think, well, first of all, at this point, any port in a fucking storm, any any Persona oh port God. in a storm, are you fucking a kidding me? I'm so excited! April. It's coming 2014 on the PlayStation 3. It's going to be so good. I am so excited for the PlayStation 2 2011 launch. What the fuck? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, no, they. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a little excited because I'm going to uh, PlayStation Expo next month, and I get to play the English version, so I can report back on on how that how that is. Uh, but these delays, dude, doing it again to, to put it on Valentine's Day and then take it away. Take is, it away from me on Valentine's Day. Especially, there's something extra cruel about that because Valentine's Day is the day when some of us maybe need that game most, and <laughs> to yank it from, to offer it and then take it away so quickly is a kind of a nasty move. It's well, a nasty, nasty move. So, all right. So let's think about this. It's it takes place in retirement. No, Persona Four kind of had that like calendar cycle going where you there was an, a sense of urgency to all your relationships in this game there's also an a sense of urgency to all your relationships yeah. but it's because everyone is 10 minutes it's away from kicking the bucket to, 10 to 15 minutes so like it's like uh yeah you had that year cycle in uh i think that started in three uh and it continued in four mm-hmm. um and then it's gonna be in five and i think in in persona six it's like question mark like maybe maybe you'll maybe it'll go April to April. I'm not sure. So, but in three, it was the dark hour, right? So, like when you did your adventuring, it was in this thirteenth hour after right. that happened after midnight. And then in four, and you had the fourth fog game. To you had that. Well, you had televisions that you went inside, and I think in five, like you follow GPS signals to like. I, I'm so media blackout on that game. And I know. I'm loving it. I'm- um. So in this one, like, how do they get into? How do they get into the adventure? I mean, like, obviously, anyone alternate who, world. If you've ever been to a retirement home, you know that the solution is in some way connected to wee bowling. <laughs> That's it's everywhere. I remember r- writing about that in two thousand and seven. I think at Joystick, like, look at this dope shit. Like, old folks are like bowling like mad, and they can beat the, your ass off in this game. Um, but you go to a nursing home today, and it's like, what are we doing today? Wee bowling? Still? Ooh, really? Not even Wii Sports Resort, huh? No, they don't even have the Wii Motion Plus accessory. Damn, you don't have that extra dongle, huh? It's too heavy. What is the dongle? <laughs> it was a little bit heavier. Now, I, I, I'm going to kind of answer my own question here, Griffin. But I was kind of wondering, like, who's the Teddy? Who's the little cat guy from Persona 5? Like, who's their companion? I think the answer's right on our in front of our nose. It's Knuckles. <laughs> it's got. It's just got to be Knuckles. I think as my, as as Teddy, the um, you know, shadow born, uh, otherworldly being that sort of mystified the uh, the children in Persona Four. Mm-hmm. I think there would be a direct sort of correlation between him and Knuckles, who I think would mystify an older person living in America today. For sure. If I showed if I showed one of our uh, uh, one of our superiors. Um, one of our seniors, a picture of Knuckles, and tried to explain what Knuckles was all about and why he's so important to me, I feel like I would get some confused looks. I think you're 100% right. I also, I, I guess, you tell me, Griffin, 
if, if Teddy's the precedent here, can this Knuckles, will he at some point, 10 hours in, join your team? Join your team, but then yes. pop his head off, and there's a sexy boy in and there's there. There's a sexy fucking boy, or a sexy old man. <laughs> Ooh. A- so you're, you're the protagonist is a completely silent, older man or woman. You can choose your you can choose at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, and then you make friends, and there's like sort of a like goofy guy that you can be friends with and then there's yosuke hanamura type old guy an older yosuke figure but then there's like a very serious sort of um intellectual woman that you can uh befriend also who does like fire magic and healing Mm um is there an old jock he's the guy who's like has all the high scores on wee bowling on wee bowling fuck yes and then one day the four of you stumble into the Oh my god, it's like an inactive freight elevator in the nursing oh, home. Oh god, yes. And it takes you up to floors that aren't in the building anymore because it's built on like the shadow dimension and Knuckles is the elevator operator that takes you there and explains to you that world. But then at you at a certain point in the game, you befriend him and he does come out. So it's just like my grandpa, your grandma, somebody mm-hmm. else's grandpa, the jock good at Wii Sports and fucking Knuckles like beating up shadows. Can we Step on up fucking- to the place? This is so good. I just think to to balance it out, I think we're going to have to, when we do our version of the Velvet Room, we're going to have to make Igor very young and very hot. Just to, Oh, fuck yes. There's no shortage of olds in this game already. We need oh. a sexy young Igor. Um, kind of, is it set in uh, either a rural or urban Japanese city, or can we take this one We're returning to, to Yasuinaba. It's the okay. Yasuinaba retirement home. I mean, I, you know, I would love to spend more time in Yasuinaba. Me too. But I think that it might be also, it might be fun to do it in like Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. Which would be a departure for the series, right? Like I would want the, I would want the persona team working on it. God, just, I'm, I'm so, this is a fun podcast to do and we love to tell each other funny jokes and silly ideas, but can you imagine if the Persona 5 trailer dropped and it was like this stylish, (laughs) slick fucking motion graphics thing, but it's like all old people. (laughs) Like, what would the reaction be if this game came to be? Would they? Would it be embraced with open arms? Are is fandom culture ready for a game about retired Milwaukeeans? Um, I think we're ready. I, 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 I would play the fuck out of this game. Me too. I, a game where a game that like all the characters aren't either like super hip teens or like really gruff space soldiers. Yeah. Well, I mean, but instead, was, just like old, old Milwaukeeans. The, well, the pattern of how this goes, Griffin, is right now we're we're currently in the era of like the what the datification of games, right? Where like now that all the game developers and people who play games are like in their early thirties, now every single video game protagonist has like some sort of daughter that he's trying to save or rescue or escort. So yes. I think all we really got to do is wait another thirty years, and then when Persona Fifteen comes out, it's going to be straight olds out the wazoo. Oh shit! I just remembered Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh fuck! <laughs> and Knuckles. Um, here's one from uh, from Poppy Don't Preach, who says "Ollie Ollie Oxen Free," but it's the game Ollie Ollie, Ollie, Ollie like the game, game? Ox- and then the game Oxen Free. Have you played Ollie Ollie? Uh, I fucking adore Ollie. Cool. Ollie. Well, I adore Oxen Free. I don't know if you've played any of that, but I think I played a bit. I played a bit. I fucking- um, so a- this is a game. It's a game where you can like skateboard new dope tricks and it has like a soundtrack but you tune the radio to the soundtrack but sometimes ghosts attack you yeah but then there's also a lot of teen conversation dialogue trees uh there's a haunted island hmm this could be good man you just reminded me that fucking ollie ollie exists and now i want to go spend another 
like dozen hours trying to perfect a single level again. It's a very good game. How could um, you do this to me? Um, here's a really fun one. And I'm gonna, it, it mentions Hitman, and I promise, Nick, I'm going to play it at some point. It, it, the season just finished, right? Yeah, season one is out there. You can go get the package and just it. have Maybe the, the whole thing at once. A good thing to play on this this PS4 Pro. Um, Pro Target says, A Mr. Bean game <clears throat> in the style of Hitman, where you have to navigate a scripted environment full of NPCs accomplishing Mr. Bean's inscrutable goals. So the NPCs are doing it? Is that what you're telling me? Um, I, I would rather we be the ones doing it. I don't see why the NPCs get to be the one having all the having fun. Having all the fun. I, I can agree I with that. I think you're you're just like at like a party and you're just doing NPCs. You're just doing Mr. Bean stuff. So like you're just like going through. But you, you have to avoid like being kicked out of the party for being Mr. Bean. If Mr. Bean walked into my home, I would say I, do, I, I enjoy what you do. But I don't want it to happen here because you're sort of a calamitous figure. Right. You, there's, a, there's a right place and a right time for his particular type of antics. And Yeah, you like ruin uh, like ancient paintings and you, shave, like dri- you he, shave children bald. I feel like I remember him driving a car. He with, drives a car with... Like some, some, some uh, I think he's using a, a broom. It's got like a broom. That's like weird. Like what, it's really dangerous is what it is. So like if you came to my home, I'd be like, good, uh, you're so funny when you fall down and stuff. But like, I just got this new TV and I don't want you to like put a broom through it mm-hmm. accidentally somehow. So like you, you have to be discreet as Mr. Bean, as you like go into a corner to like blow up a balloon to decorate the party, but you accidentally eat the balloon and then you're like, I ate the balloon. And, and then, then, like you park you your car point. behind an ambulance or something, uh-huh. block like, them in, and the person, the and the person inside the ambulance would perish because they couldn't and get then, to the hospital fast enough. Well, then it like, pops up, target assassinated, you beat the uh-huh. mission. So this is okay. So, so maybe it's maybe you're just Mr. Bean doing <laughs> assassination. Yes, but that's tight though because Mr. Bean's whole bit is he's feigning ignorance, right? Like mm-hmm. this is this is a Mr. Bean who seems like he's just up to hijinks, but he keeps accidentally killing very high value targets okay so you have to kind of play it off like a goof up goof him up so so he uses like a fucking like hacksaw to kill a guy but then it's like a a lightweight hacksaw and he like folds it up and puts it in his backpack and looks at the person next to him and it's like my flexible friend okay well see that to me that would be a one out of five star kill rating at the end of that that but it would be a five out of five bean rating yeah, I just think Mr. Bean needs to be a little more... You you cut someone with a hacksaw. Uh, Mr. Bean's style is more like he leans against a wall and accidentally like realizes he's... The wall, falls, the wall and, falls down and then knocks someone in a wheelchair down a staircase. Like, that's his style. Yeah, sure, sure. And he, he's got to play it off. It's just like, oh my. He like jumps into a swimming pool and it splashes up on a man who's sitting next to like a boombox that's plugged in and electrocutes yes. him. And then he's like, oh dear. And do we oh, and we no, do have a I've killed again. Now, how much do you think it would cost us to kind of get the LA Noir tech? Just cuz I think without it without oh, my. A, oh, Nick, that spooked me. Actually thinking, I actually thought about what his face what would Rowan look Atkinson's like. What Rowan Atkinson's fucking head would look like digitized. But with that like rubbery, <laughs> like fleshy, shiny, oily. Yeah. Visage of it's Rowan kind of Atkinson. A wet thousand frame per second Rowan Atkinson oh, stapled geez. to a video game character's body. <laughs> now that's content. Now that's what I call content volume three. Um damn. Uh what what else we got? You is there anything anything uh jumping out at you? 
Um, I have a really good one from Orange Cream Dream, Ugh. who says, You have 60 seconds to study a given topic. You must give a compelling TED Talk about it. But your PowerPoint slides, musical cues, and even the house lighting are all randomized. That's really good. And I actually think we could probably demo this right now. Do you... Not it. Fuck. Okay. Well, give me a subject and set a timer. Okay. Uh, how about... Wait, hold on. What's the is the premise that it has to be something with a Wikipedia article? Uh, yeah. Like, oh, let's just do a random Wikipedia search. Yes, hit me, hit me with a random. Okay, hold on. I mean, this one's too easy because I feel like you could actually do it. Uh, the like third one that popped up was more, more, more capsule album. Wait, it's an album by the uh, Japanese J-pop synth-pop oh, band capsule yeah that wouldn't uh, be funny that would just be informative that would be informative and important it, it might even be essential all right keep rolling um, keep rolling keep rolling those dice uh how about uh tumalo oregon that's t-u-m-a-l-o oregon as soon as i tell me as soon as you hit enter all right on that page okay hold on I'm, i've got it i've got it loaded up on google i have not opened it yet yeah, and we'll cut out the we'll cut out the sixty second pause so there's not sixty seconds of fucking dead air on this podcast. All right, three, two, one, go. Fuck. Oh, this is a short Wikipedia article. <laughs> oh god. All right. All right. Fuck. Uh, let's get into it. All right. When I was a boy, uh, my father used to take me out to the plum farm and he would put one hand on my shoulder and he would say to me boy do you know what the clamath word for wild plum is now i would say a big a big snake appears on your powerpoint slide and uh, of course as always was the case in those days uh, there were a lot of snakes in our plum farm and so as i was swatted these snakes away i said to him daddy no what is it what does tumalo mean he said well tumalo means wild plum there's a hot air balloon now. And uh, and so uh, often on these hot air balloon rides above our plum farm, uh, my father would sort of as- tell me about the history of this area and, and what it meant to him personally. And I think to really Sorry, understand... I'm doing, I'm doing random Google image searches to find pictures, and I just found one with like a lot of pornography on it. So that has just appeared on your PowerPoint to slide. Understand. And, also, and also all the house lights also went up when you said it. And I did mm-hmm. like a, who wants to be a millionaire style music singer? Like, bah, bah, yeah. bah. Now to really understand Tumalo, Oregon, you need to understand pornography. <laughs> more, pornography. A, more pornography. When I was so a boy, much pornography. there was so much pornography. And now there's three pornographies, a non-contact thermometer. More pornography. <laughs> a medieval knight. Now, a- he- boo! This presentation sucks. Tell me about Tumalo. Now t- you might be wondering, and I know a lot of you in the audience are. I see your faces. You look very confused. You're looking around. You're asking yourselves, "What does this have to do with Tumalo, a Oregon?" Fi- a trout fisherman. It all comes back to trout fishing. Now, Tumalo Creek means icy water, and trout don't love icy water. A thirty-year-old but- man with a big guy in a goofy costume. But Tumalo State Park, located adjacent to Tumalo in Deschutes County, Oregon, was actually the first a cool motorcycle site where 
Goofy rode a motorcycle. Griffin, I can't do this. It's too hard. It's a fucking hard game, dude. This is a very. I thought, why did you? Why did you buy it? You should have read the, the Steam reviews. Fucking Dark Souls of having to bullshit. This is a fun fact. If you just do a random Google image search, yeah, I didn't know that was half, an option. Half half of the time. It will be pornography. What are you are you typing in? How are you doing this? It's just like a website that like generates a random search. Wow. But I'm wondering if maybe their their heuristics are maybe a bit tainted. No pun intended. I I think that that's a actually a very optimistic way of looking at it. If you think that less than half of the images on the internet are not pornographic, yeah. Um, I got one here, and it's from Praise Camilla, mm-hmm. who says, "Design the opposite of an NES Mini." And I think that's just a big Genesis. I think you're right. I think this is a livable Genesis. <laughs> this is a mega mega drive. Does it play thirty games? It plays. And is it? Is it? It's here's the thing. It's fucking huge. It is the size of like a a storage container uh, that they might cut into on Storage Wars. Right. right. It's a big old. It's a big old boy with thirty games on it. Uh, Alex Kid, Kid Chameleon, Sorry, the Griffin, whole Kid Suite. I think to get this opposite thing locked in, it's got to have all but thirty Genesis games. So there are thirty okay. Genesis games it doesn't have. No Sonic games, except no kid well, games. But it does have Sonic and Knuckles. Okay, that's fine. That's necessitated. Uh, and there's here's the other thing about it, and this is scary. But it is so plentiful. It is so readily available. They made too many of them. And actually, the earth is overcrowded with big genesis. Right. People are being pushed. Small towns like Tumala are being shoved into the ocean. Tumala? Tumalo. It doesn't. I've already forgotten. You gave such a bad presentation that none of it stuck in I tried. It's just... So they're big storage container-sized genesises that Sega made too many of. God, how appropriate would it be if humanity reached extinction because of sega just fucking up hardware again mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of their mo at this point not with a not with a bang but with a sega. i like mm, well done thank you i have perfect pitch here's a submission from dovakla uh it's a photo submission of a sign at a zoo it says caution you're in danger tapers can spray backwards seven to ten feet please stay alert. oh i thought you were in danger. I mean, yes, right? It's, it yes. It is, yeah. It is both. Uh, looking at this image, what's interesting to me about it, besides the fun sort of art style that they've depicted this taper in, is that it's got kind of a wide blast radius yeah, of urine. Yeah, like it got the contra spread power up. Yeah, it's got a cone-shaped blast. And I think trying to stay alert in a situation where you could get blasted with taper urine from seven to ten feet away that line of sight is brutal it actually it presents an interesting situation where in most stealth games you want to roll up on someone from behind in this game that's the last thing you want to do so it's kind of a stealth game where you need to approach all your enemies seven to ten feet on that to to get that wide a spread on seven like i think like shotgun manufacturers should like study the taper urethra because there's some natural like science going on in there this 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 should not be this effective, it's ballistically brutal. speaking. What does that what does that accomplish, really? Defense? I think maybe it's just fun for the taper. And I I also want to talk about the fact how this is the first time I'm hearing about this, mm-hmm. despite the fact that tapers can 360 no scope several people from a few yards away right you would think like every time you go to the zoo like how was the zoo got pissed on by a taper 
Oh, that happened to me the last time I went to the zoo. Right. Every almost every time. Not every time, but like most of the time I go, I do get got by a taper, and it's crazy, crazy piss field. It's a, it's yeah, a piss field is definitely the right word for it because it's just sort of this, Im, this giant, enormous, unavoidable. That's wallop. a lot of piss too. Like yeah. seven to ten feet tapers. Damn, it's wild. I didn't know. I, I mean, I think we should maybe this can't. I don't know that we can build a whole game around this. Although that stealth idea that I did think was pretty strong. I think we remember this. We put this in our back pocket in case we need an enemy or a weapon in a future game. A piss taper. Um, Fox, are you taper? Are you tapering a piss? Are you tapering like a British, the piss? Like a, like mate, a British person, like says how they it, say, mate. take the piss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Area leg says a game where the villain is your drunk self. So kind of a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing where you like. Went to bed without taking out your contacts. <laughs> so you wake up blurry. You realize he's struck again. He got me. He got me again, didn't he? Did not drink enough water. Left yeah. like to go Chinese food in the living room. So your your roommates aren't happy yeah, I mean, with you. Th- that's the thing. Like you wake up in the morning and your stomach feels like death, but you can't you can't relieve yourself. And you're like, what the fuck? And you go into the living room. You find like a bowl. That la- a big old bowl, like a big storage bowl that last night was full of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Damn it. You, Damn you had it. two side-by-side bowls, one with mashed potatoes and one with a whole box full of crackling oat bran. <laughs> You've just poisoned yourself. You ate a quart of tossed salad and scrambled eggs because you thought it was funny. <laughs> you did it for the... It was like a... You did it as a joke for your friends. You sarcastically ate all of the... You ate 12 eggs and two pounds of salad. And it was rough. Kelsey Grammer was there, though, too. You did it as, like, a power play. Because you were fucked up. Like, when you're fucked up, all you want to do is antagonize Mr. Grammer. Antagonize, but also kind of impress. He loved it. Yeah, like, he was on board. He was singing the whole song. Hey, Griffin, it's going to be about that time. Do we rapid fire? Uh, I have no more suggestions, but oh. if you want to take a few blasts. I mean, I got a couple. We got Panic at Nabisco. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. there it is. That's the one. That's our game. What happened at the Nabisco factory to cause such a clatter? Wait, was that the name of the person who submitted it or the game? No, nope, that was the game. Idangs1294 oh. said Panic at Nabisco. Oh, I see, I see. Um, shit. I mean, what did happen at the Nabisco factory? I think maybe people realized that Ritz crackers aren't very good. Bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. Have you ever put cream cheese on a Ritz cracker? Have you ever had a sharp slice of cheddar on top of that Ritz cracker? Do you know? I mean, okay, but what you're talking, you realize you're talking about different hats for the experience. Have you ever had a slice of 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 cheddar a sharp cheddar on a fucking trisket or a I'll, wheat thin there oh so like it's kind of so so you want a ritz cracker but kind of a dry scrapey worse none of the butteriness none of the saltiness none of the flakiness just really take every good adjective right out of it you want mm, to just interesting just kind of make it shitty is what you're saying fucking um, edgy it's sami amar oh god damn it <laughs> they got you again Fuck. i get how that fooled you now because it's yeah i-t-s-a-m-i underscore a-m-a-r-i-o uh suggest a connect make a game for this game system a connect taped to the front of an oculus rift both connected to a laptop in your backpack as you walk around town just eyes <laughs> yes that is just eyes kind of expensive high battery consumption eyes um i don't want to i don't know what a game like well okay smart glass or like there's fucking so many other better nah, ways dude, to do that this is tight because this is it if we nail this 
it is eyes, you're right, but it's eyes that we can fuck with. So it's eyes if you could control the input on your eyes. Okay. I mean, that's all that glasses and contacts are. I No, I'm talking control. The, I'm talking everyone is upside down today. Okay, that's fine. I'm talking like a day-by-day calendar where it just randomizes one small element of your life and you got to try to spot it. Or you could just do like you walk up to random people on the street and you're like, play Fruit Ninja for me. They just what? start swiping? Just start Fruit Ninja-ing and I'll watch it. Mm, dance for me. Dance central. Dance central for me. Child of child of light. Child of child of light. Child of what's that fucking game called? Child of Eden. Yes, yeah. I always fucking get those confused. Um, child of Eden for me. Take me on a synesthetic experience. Like I'm not gonna see it. Just wave your arms around. You'll shoot the music. Okay, so we're taking a normal video game where it's visual and interactive, and we're but it's cutting, just for me. we're it's bisecting just for me. it, right? So it's interactive for them and visual for you, but neither one of you is getting the whole experience. Racketeer right? for me, yes. <laughs> um, here's one from Meganova: a fighting game where it gets patched and rebalanced while you fight. Okay. Um. So, like, I don't play enough fighting games, I think, to understand the intricacies of what goes into a the fighting meta, game patch. The Yomi, right. But I guess it's just, like, the the Hadoukens are smaller. Buffed. Oh, actually, I'm remembering now that the more recent Pokemon games have done this thing where if you do the same move over and over, it'll actually nerf it gradually, and it'll do a lower percentage of damage if you just, like, Interesting. Sp- spam the same attack. But this is more like... I actually... I mean, maybe maybe we spin this off into... A fighting game where it gets patched and rebalanced by the creators during the grand final tournament. So, like, the developers of the game are up there in the code while fucking the world champions are fighting each other. While Daigo is up on stage. And they're just, <clears throat> as as his opponent's health bar gets lower, they nerf him more and more. And they're kind of jiggling those sliders and... Could it, re- be, could it be competitive nerfing where on one side there's the developers of the game who are trying to balance it and on the other side there's modders who are trying to not only un, like return it to its original perfect state of balance but also just taking all the clothes off? Yes. Yes, it can be that. Yes, it will be that. It must be that. It must be that. That must be what it is. I think the Dank Nug is old Persona. Dude, it's Persona 6, big time. And I don't think we call it Persona 6. What do you? I, I think I think this would be sort of an ODST like Persona story. Q vibe. You're saying, except good, except good. Well, let's not be let's not be mean. If I wanted to draw fucking maps professionally, which is what that game demands of you, mm-hmm. I would have gone to cartography school. Okay, but if you want to see Aegis and Yosuke hang out, where the fuck else are you going to turn? That's a good question, nerd. Um, let's okay. So we old Persona. It's Persona. Persona 99. I kind of like old Persona, because it's really just the phrase old person, but with an A on the end. <laughs> <laughs> is, like, pers- is, is this anything? Persolda? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, it's old, mm-mm. It's old Persona. Okay, old Persona and Knuckles. Old Persona and Knuckles. Is there, and is there, any, uh, is there any punctuation-driven emphasis on... On the fact that it's that the phrase old is it old person hyphen a is it old person ellipses I think it's a old, per, old person all caps a lowercase old person a like lowercase yeah. a and, and I think maybe we even make the a an alpha symbol so people like purposefully misread it uh, old persona and knuckles <laughs> it's 
stupid thing. And here's and here's the fucking are you ready for this cuz we talked about like sort of it would follow the structure and genuinely it would be very very good. I would love to explore some of the themes about like aging. Yeah. Right? No, and, totally. Like, the, the late stages of life like I think that's a really interesting subject for a game mm-hmm. like this to tackle. I genuinely think that that's not a joke. For real that would be, be good. I think it could be very very cool. Um but also the main selling point of this game is we're going to have this motherfucker out in March. <laughs> we're going to beat them to the punch. Well, this shit's out this shit's out in January. Bullshit. No, Fuck Griffin, what you. we do, we announce it to be a PS5 game coming out in 2023, and then we gradually move the release date closer and closer, and Atlas starts panicking as we approach yeah. the Persona 5 release date, and then we fucking slip under the... Cut yeah. the legs out from under. I love that. This seems like a good game. A good game with a bad... I feel bad because Persona team is so good at naming their games, they have really avoided the fucking Final Fantasy X Kingdom Hearts divided by 365 by, by, bullshit. Uh, sorry, by naming their games, you mean just not doing that crazy... Yes. Just saying, like, yeah. the next number. Okay. Liter- literally, like, they have called their games Persona... Well, that's not totally true. Persona Pers- 4 Dancing All Night is... Yeah, Persona uh, 3 Fess, F-E-S, is a stupid fucking name. <laughs> And also, like, Shin Megami Tensei might technically still be part of the title somewhere, so fuck that. I don't, I take it all back. But, okay, this game will fit right in. Old Persona. I love also that, like, depending on the person listening to this episode's podcasting app of choice, the alpha character that I use may not appear, so it might just say old person (laughs) in the episode name. Oh, dude, you know how the personas are represented by different things in each game? Like, in uh, 3, it was, like, a gun you had to shoot. Yes. What's the evoker for persona, for old persona? Here's what's fucked up. Are you ready, dude? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Pills. Shit. Oh, it's like no. pills that you take and so you don't know like that's another thing that's going on is like you tell them like there's a there's a freight elevator that we can access that takes us to the shadow world um and they're like what and they're like yeah and you get there by taking these pills but some- the pills the pills actually are like succubus and the weird penis chariot one mm. so it's a sort of a one flew over the cuckoo's nest vibe on top of all this yeah but it's it really is demons it really is demons in there demon pills yeah, but that's why people don't believe you. That's why nobody's going to this crazy freight elevator to check it out. So it's just like, Persona! And you pop like a pill. And then like all of a sudden, Succubus is there casting Agi. This seems fucking great. This is this one of those... This fucking super duper good. This is one of those episodes, Griffin, where I feel like the just this this vein is so rich. We could keep... Like we keep stumbling onto ways that this idea is perfect and works. In a way that's... I don't know. It's I feel I feel blessed to have been a part of this. I'm going to keep... I'm going to keep a fucking eye on my phone. For the for Persona team to like hit me up and be yeah. like, "Hey, great idea! We want you on board for uh, formerly Persona Six, now old Persona, which how, we are we're going to set in Milwaukee, and yeah. it's going to be very old." How did we end up on this idea? It's not important. Okay, it's ours. It's ours. We own it. All rights reserved. Copyright. 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 This is our thing. I mean, it was definitely sent in by a suggestion. Shh, no. Oh, okay. Fucking, fucking Atlas doesn't need to know that. Persona team doesn't need to know that. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks all for listening for to the next this current episode. It's the next one. If you heard the last one, it is also if you heard to next week's one before this one. This the is the one from one. before that. Um. um thank hey, you. Hey, you, you, li- you know we haven't what, said in a while. What we haven't. What we haven't. Uh, said. What we haven't said in a while is um. <laughs> the, <laughs> my mind is not fucking working. Poor, this is Griffin. Just to give you guys some context, Griffin has taped about seven podcasts in the past 72 hours i already whined about that in this episode yeah um 
what I was going to say is if you like this show, it is super, super helpful for us if you rate us on iTunes. Um, yes. we, I go through and I read those from time to time and they are always a pick me up, but it also helps people discover the show. Um, another good way to help people discover the show is we make these weekly clips on YouTube. Every Monday we post a new <sighs> Cool Games Inc. animation. So uh, we don't, we don't make those Clayton. Sorry. Uh, Polygon we, the Clayton collective awesome. we, the Polygon yeah. we, uh, Clayton. And then sometimes we have guest animators come in who, uh, who create these. So like, uh, this, this past week we did one on the tobacco microtransactions bit from Creative Cloud. I don't remember we- that. Oh, I, I, that was from a different podcast. We that was some some other team did that one, but we just had to do do a little fun with that. Uh, we did last week. We did the tum- explaining Tumblr to my dad, and we did Cook for Cube. The the animations are fucking incredible, and yeah, our editor Clayton good. does he puts so much effort. In. The loot. Did you see the loot crate unboxing animation? Yes, in the it tobacco? Was insane. It's in, it's so good. So if those are a great way to share the show with people, but yeah, thank you guys in general I, for like. I also so want to mention that Nick and I have a if if you've watched Carboys, which I also think we don't talk about very much on this. Yeah. we have a video series called Carboys where Nick plays Drive, which is a soft body car physics simulator, and we just fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same vein as that, uh, last week and uh, today, we have another episode of a new series called Touch the Skyrim, where I play Skyrim and install... Uh, so far, I have like 16 mods installed, and I'm just going to keep installing mods until the game dies. Uh, I really, until- I really love how you for the for episode two because this is episode two of Touch the Skyrim. So Touch the Skyrim version one point one, you did a really good job of not spoiling anything in it in the title or description or thumbnail because it oh, gets you. fucking guys. It gets really dude, really wild. In the there. shit that happens in this episode is incredible. It's and, one of my favorite videos I've made all year. I yeah. think. Uh, and yeah, there are what sixteen episodes of Carboy? No, seventeen episodes of Carboys now, yeah, and then episode not- eighteen. I while editing I'm very, seventeen, very very excited, dude. It pops off completely. Yeah. I'm so excited for next week's. So sorry that we're. Like, I hope this doesn't sound like we're like so in our own asses. I'm just like really excited about the shit we're making. Yeah, uh, at, at Polygon. And I'm if you if you haven't seen it, I, I if you like this podcast, I guarantee you will like that stuff too. Totally. And thank um, you to everyone who has like. There's so much amazing like carboys and already touch the skyrim has amazing like fan art and stuff and it that has not worn off for me that touches my heart every time i see it it's so cool so uh thank you all very much for listening until next time i'm griffin mcelroy i'm nick robinson no problem fine